This is Leicester's Student Sound. Demon FM. You are listening to Mead and Cheese on Demon <laughs> FM, Friday 7 till 9. I am DJ Mead. And I am DJ Cheese. So we've got a load of guests in here today and I think it's only right if we start with our mission statement. So we are here to raise awareness of the beautiful drink mead and to bring this nation great cheeses. And since we started this show, mead is on the rise. Uh, Leicester actually has became the mead capital of the UK. This is the, the, the most popular radio show about mead and cheese. We are way ahead of anyone else doing a radio show of mead and cheese. And we continue our mission to bring in new meads. I've, I've just discovered something, actually. If you search mead on Google Trends now, it, it isn't it isn't um, Leicester anymore <gasps> at the top. Why is it? No there's, way. there's more than two places. I've Go just on. done it. It's number seven. Leicester's number seven? It's um, Hilperton, which I don't know where it is, number one. Leighton Buzzard, where my flatmate is from, at number two. Burstall, number three. Yeovil, four. Five is Orsett. Six is Ware. Seven is Leicester. Eight is Toddington. <laughs> Nine is where? Biggleswick. Yeah, where? 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 Yep. Leicester's the only place out of these uh, that I actually yeah. know. Nine is Biggleswick. <laughs> <laughs> and ten is w- Rixmanworth. So I, I haven't heard of most of these places. Like, Leicester is made up, as we all know. As I will correct my former, my former statement, um, which was... Correct last week, but obviously since last week, for the great efforts we've done in this show, uh, yeah, you and Corey is, did go on a road yeah. trip. So yeah, we, we did go on a road trip, and um, we have been campaigning for people to drink mead across this nation, and people are people are people are listening. That's what I, I think. I'm quite proud of that. Okay, we've got our uh, background music set up. So let's have our guests introduce themselves. Uh, starting with the DMU Hacker Society guests, say hello. Evening, my name is Ollie, and we've got Brandon here as well, and we're, uh, yeah, we're DMU Hackers, we're an ethical hacking society uh, at DMU. So, could you explain ethical hacking to me? Now then, yeah, very tricky one. Um, hacking is a, is a bit of a coloured word, it's a bit of a potentially, yeah, a bit, bit of a potential minefield in that there's, there's lots and lots of, uh, yeah, interesting interpretations of what hacking can mean. Some people say it's just sort of a, a technical, uh, sort of... Uh, not necessarily computer science maybe it could be mechanical it could be you know uh, many yeah interpreted in many different ways but um yeah hacking is generally just in you know interacting with systems in an interesting way to produce potentially unexpected results cool cool and we have another dmu hacker yes uh, my name is brandon like ollie said i'm the chairman of dmu hackers final year cybersec student and yeah ethical hacking as ollie has put out is Making systems do things in a way they shouldn't be doing them, but for the right reasons. It's for training people to make sure that they can defend against future attacks because yeah, yeah. cyber warfare is only going to be on the rise in the next 20 to 30 years. Yeah, makes sense. So we've got uh, another guest in the studio. Say hello. Hi, I'm Hugo. I'm back again. Last week, just won't go away. So just angle your microphone back up to you. Me? Yeah, there we go. I can't angle it. Yeah, so Hugo, we had you on last week. You did, I'm glad to be back, thank you. Very good. So DJ Cheese, what is our mission statement? One more time. So our mission statement is to raise awareness of the greatest meads in this country. To make, because, you know, mead was once great. You know, everyone was drinking it in the medieval times. But it is a forgotten gold. So we are bringing it back up again 
and we're also bringing some of the nice plateau of cheeses with that <laughs> I can't hear the music I hope it's good <laughs> but um yeah so in today's episode we're going to be doing a cheese war and I feel like um so this week we are going to have feta going against mozzarella so you can vote on our twitter poll to decide which is best and we're gonna have like a little debate around the studio at some point see who who what likes what uh myself Corey, and hugo uh, and jack actually all shared some nice spaghetti and we tried tried uh feta and mozzarella before the show Yes, we did, and we will talk about the spaghetti and our great cheese war after a bit of Elton John. So we're going to have some I'm Still Standing, Elton John, coming up next on Demon FM. Mead and Cheese is on Demon FM, Friday 7 till 9. I'm DJ Mead. And I am Lord Tom, DJ Cheese. <laughs> cheese. Uh, yeah, so how's everyone's day been? Let's start with like some civil conversation. Cheese. <laughs> so yeah. obviously uh we all know mead is a medieval drink and for that matter Corey, what have you come dressed as today i've come dressed as a king i have my crown i have my cape and i think you know when we set up the demon fm house of lords this will all make a lot more sense it definitely will now what i would like to say is Corey today had something through the post. He had, he had. Awesome. I had my lordship come in the post. I have a uh, what five metre square land in the Lake District. Beautiful. He has you joined us as meters. a lord because, square. and I, partly I think this is because of your great efforts to restore uh, Britain's favourite drink, mead. I would probably say so, yeah. I think mead is the most important drink in the history of the world. Being the first alcoholic drink, I think we need to raise the awareness up a bit. I agree. So uh, let's hear some more from our guest, Ed. What is your opinion on the great mead effort? The great mead effort? Like all the effort that you've put into doing, like, well, upping mead. You, you, you are the correct. only people doing it. So, so, you know, c- relatively, you've done amazingly well. As now everyone who's come on the show has drank mead. Corey the Conqueror. Exactly. He is exactly. the conqueror of the um, mead land. I mean, if we're doing statistics, it went from zero to six very quickly. That's a very <laughs> large growth. <laughs> Exponential, some might say. So, so, one of our guests, well, many of our guests have always tried mead but um i would like to hear our new guests and have you tried mead before dmu hackers well well, uh i not until uh a few moments ago uh not that obviously uh, no 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 no, you went outside into the special mead tasting chamber i was going to say yes yeah um but uh, i do have a little bottle of uh honey uh based now then this is i'm not sure if it classifies as a mead but i have a little bottle at home of some, I think it's white wine with honey from Slovakia. That is interesting because I don't know where, where would you put that because it is a, it would be a wine, but also honey is what is the fundamental element of mead. It fully depends on what the base is. Is the base grape or is it me- is it honey? Mm. If the base is honey, then it's a mead. 
See, this is quite a lot like cider. This where if it's if the base is apple, it's still a cider, no matter what flavouring's on top. Exactly. This However, if it's got pear in it, it's pear. So do you know do you know what the base is? Is the base grape or honey? This is the thing. Not entirely sure. Maybe I'll it's a mead and wine, and it, that's just what it says on it. Because mm. the I think there's a difference between mead and honeyed wine. Yeah, but I think also you have the power to declare something mead. Now you've grown this amount of authority. I'm just I'm listening to the music now, and I feel like if you said this is the most I hereby declare that drink mead, I feel like. It would. You could update the Wikipedia page about that drink, and you know it would be official. I actually feel like I'm in Skyrim right now. Yeah, Hugo, what's your opinion on the Great Mead effort? Oh, is it, I've, it's underrated. One hundred percent. I can't actually see right now. It's very underrated. Um, I've only tried it a couple times now, but it's worth the effort. One hundred percent. Do you think that mead should be sold sold regularly in pubs like other drinks? Oh, big time. I was actually gutted when I couldn't find it in Tesco's. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Tesco's, uh, all the main supermarkets of this country and nation um, have let us down, really, without... They're not providing their citizens with their favourite drink. Should we at Tesco's and Sainsbury's mm. and Morrison's? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, well, Lidl and Aldi. Can I feel can like we go for a generally uh, cheaper supermarket. I said we just write our yeah, own Lid- piece. Lidl, you know, Aldi, and, and Tesco. Send yeah, me a little yeah. letter. Who's the MP for whatever constituency I live in? I don't actually know. <laughs> if everyone um, in this room could like simultaneously write their MPM a letter saying we need should, mead on should our. Should we start a petition? Yeah. For the Houses of Parliament to try we and get a debate a happening in the Houses of Parliament, yeah. House of Commons, for a debate on whether or not pubs should legally have to have mead yeah. in stock. Skip the Commons, do it in the House of Lords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, we're not doing this in the Commons. We're doing it in the Lords. Well, they'll ha- yeah, but if we did that, it'd be the House of Lords, but mead and cheese Lords, and there's only two of you, and you'd agree on everything. Exactly. That's why we'll have a very progressive government. Um, but what I would also <laughs> like to say is, I know a lot of people have been worried because of the crisis for what has been going on recently. Uh, the mead crisis has affected mead prices. Mead prices on Amazon has gone up by about. Uh, at least 20%. We went from having mead at 8.99 for the traditional lime bay mead to 14.99. But uh, because of our because of our great efforts on mead and cheese, we have battered that price back down to 12.99, and we'll continue to so it restores its price back to this market standards. I think that's a very important thing to strive for. So after the next song, we will have Jack, our new head of socials at Demon FM. Uh, but before that, let's go to some music. Let's have a bit of Beach Boys. Let's have a bit of Kokomo. We are back. Mead and Cheese. I am DJ Mead. DJ Cheese is out of the studio right now, but I am joined by the head of socials of Demon Media. Say hello. Hello. I'm a real fun party guy. As you can see from my lovely... Well, you guys can't see, but everyone this is you can see from my lovely shirt. It's all right. That, that's all we need to know. So, uh, what have you got planned for socials coming up in Demon Media? Anything anything exciting? Uh, well, I was looking at theme nights. I want people to wear more costumes because I think it's funny. And that's basically it. It's going to be more fun than what socials have currently been. It's not a slander thing. That's just a, It's just what it is. I can say it's that. It's not now. wrong. 
they, they haven't been happening is what they've well, been. Well, I mean, yeah, as long as they happen, which is my, my plan. So that's my low bar to hit. I have to make at least one happen in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, I'm just going to wait for DJ Me to decide what mead he wants to uh, <laughs> buy next. So, um, I've tried a few different meads this week. Uh, we tried the Bullet for My Valentine Waking the Demon mead, which we found out was just the traditional mead with a different branding on it. Ah. Um, it's a little bit more expensive because obviously it's got a band name on it. But, you know what? If you want to support the band, buy the mead. But if you don't want to support the band and want to save a little bit of money, get the traditional. It's exactly the same and yeah. it's slightly cheaper. Yeah, that's what I, that was my whole opinion. Because we tried, you even did that thing where I closed my eyes, you moved the mead around in your hands, you juggled it almost, and uh, I tried them both and they were exactly the same. Exactly. So, if you don't like that band, don't get that mead. But if you do, get it. Exactly. Hackers, mm. you got well, an opinion on uh, your favourite style of mead? Well, I was going to say, we just had a bit of a revelation, didn't we, uh, over, over the... Uh, well, while well, we had some music on, but uh, there is... Uh, Brandon's just discovered that there is a, uh, a mead available from Morrison's, which is... Five pound a bottle. It's five pound a bottle, and it's. Uh, I think it was about eight. It wasn't eighteen. What was it? Thirteen. Thirteen percent ABV. It's. Uh, sounds like a pretty standard, pretty pretty solid seventy cell cell bottle there. So uh, <laughs> it seems to be reasonably available. But like like we've said, you know, the, the the cause of mead does need to be developed to you know to actually have yeah. market penetration. It's a bit. It's lacking. So the mead that's available in Morrison's, it's the Harvest Gold mead. Mm. Yeah. Hold on, there's three meads available in Morrison's apparently. <gasps> oh my goodness. Go on, go now, on. I, I, I've also, just before we go into this, I've been in Morrison's quite a lot and I've never seen mead before. I've never seen it in there. So, <laughs> so have we like, already moved? Is this a website exclusive? Uh, I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> there is obviously the one we've just talked about, which is the Harvest Gold mead. There's also the Cornish Blackberry mead. And also the... I can't read the name of it, but again, it's another Cornish mead wine, black blackberry. One of them is sixteen and a half percent, the Cornish one. Stonking, and that's four pound fifty. Really what? Yeah. It's all six pounds. See, the thing is, do we now need to go on a trip to at Morrison's after this show to check? You know what? I I didn't know I could get mead at five pounds a bottle, so now I'm very happy. Morrison staff be confused of eight people storming okay, okay. demanding. Also, you might have a walk again with five pound bottles. They'll be more confused okay. about the Lord turning up in the, the harvest cave going, I want mead. Yeah, the harvest going. gold is five pound. The Cornish blackberry mead is eight seventy five. But the Brigantine Cornish mead wine blackberry, which probably isn't its proper name, but it's Morrison's website, is four pound fifty. Crikey. And that's sixteen and a half percent. But I don't know if they will be selling it in Leicester Morrison's. Crikey, no, I've been in the Leicester Morrisons, I've been in the Kirkby and Ashfield Morrisons, I cannot find mead anywhere. Oh, it might be new. It might be I, new. I, again, Corey. I hope it's new. Maybe we popularise mead so much that I think this is not it. a moment to, like, be frustrated. This is a moment to actually, you know, feel proud. This is a, this is a, this is exactly. a, this is a breakthrough. This is a breakthrough on our mission. I think us popularising mead so much has made Morrison's go, yeah, we should start selling that. I think we should at Morrison's now and mm. on Twitter and just say, big up Morrison's. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I, I, think, I think we might run into trouble with the SU for that, but... Hugo, you ever been Morrison's? <laughs> <laughs> what a question, man. Of course I've been Morrison's. 
we get all the good deals. You ever seen any mead in there? No, I'm usually looking at other sections. I just want to say at Morrison's, they used to do um, pork ribs, or bacon ribs as they termed it, which were honestly one of the greatest things I've ever eaten. Ed, I've got a question for you. What's your favourite Paul McCartney album? What's my favourite Paul McCartney? Now, we've had this argument, haven't we? And you're not going to agree with me on this argument, because the best album by Paul McCartney that he's ever done, outside the Beatles, is Band on the Run. And what's your favourite song from that album? My favourite song? Well, it's Band on the Run. What's your other favourite song Is it Jet? It is Jet. Yeah, that's what we've got coming up next on Demon FM, a bit of Jet by Paul McCartney and Wings. Hello. <laughs> we are back on Mead and Cheese. I'm DJ Mead, joined by... DJ... Cheese. <laughs> I, I want to, I want like, officially, like, write a decree where I can change my DJ name. I felt like I, I, I disagreed to it too passively. I was you, like, you yeah, should, sure. You should pick a cheese. No, because... Why don't you be DJ of the name of the cheese that wins the cheese wars? I could be. That could be. That, 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 that's that's actually a fantastic might be idea. Ch- DJ Cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a controversial. It's, go- it's going to be DJ, DJ Red, Red Leicester. Leicester. Red uh, Leicester. DJ Bree. We're going to have a big DJ argument Brie. about that when it comes to talk. It. Talk about uh, cheeses. So who's everyone backing for the Great Cheese War? Ooh. So remind us who's fighting in the Great Cheese Fester War. Fester and mozzarella. Yeah. So who's everyone back in? I, I'm going Feta on this I one. I think Maddie's trying I'm to. hardly backing Mozzarella. It's, I am also backing it's Mozzarella. Clear it's Mozzarella. Mozzarella. I, I'm actually confused because I was going to say Mozzarella earlier, but um, at our pre-mead session where we had spaghetti bolognese, uh, me and Jack discovered... I'm very into Feta. I feel Feta yeah. was my, my hard pick and I will stand by it. Yeah. And, 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 and Jack, what did you think? Did you think that the Feta went... Well, hot and cold. I think it was really great cold. It was better than the mozzarella cold, and I think that it just had to be okay enough hot to kind yeah. of win for me. I, mean, yeah. I like mozzarella, but the fe- it was the mozzarella cold just—it's just very slimy. Yeah, and that's not a great right. Mozzarella's not good cold. I will agree with you, I, but I think it's good cold. But feta yeah. doesn't melt, okay? And you want to get that stretchy cheese effect. And mozzarella is the best cheese to use mm. to get that stretchy cheese you, effect. You gotta look at it what it's for. Like feta is for salads. Feta's for uh, just like eating like a chocolate bar. Okay. Really. But when you think of <laughs> when you think of cheese, when you think of cheese, you think pizza. What goes on a pizza? It's mozzarella. But you, also, you get that stretchy cheese. I've effect. had feta on a pizza. You want to have a mozzarella pizza? That is the best cheese out of this week it's not red leicester great okay red leicester on a pizza is amazing as well yeah but mozzarella out of these two it's got to be corey i think red leicester's going to lose I'll make still one, one more comment uh i feel with our bars especially our mozzarella didn't really melt very fast so it was basically the same thing just kind of slapped on some uh, spaghetti <laughs> i tell you what we can all debate and deliberate about this but there's only one one lot of people who are going to find and that's the british electorate and, and, and the people <laughs> of Twitter. Uh, so uh, I would, I'm going to get the poll up on Twitter and see what people are voting for. You know what? I want to hear from Hugo. Hugo, we you are poll, behind mozzarella 100%, aren't you? 100%. Definitely. I, you, can't, oh, you can't shift me to feta <laughs> at all. And why, and why would you say you're behind mozzarella 100%? Well, mozzarella is just better for... A wider variety of food. The environment. Could I convince no. you to better <laughs> if I bribed you with several hundred pounds in cash? Yes. You could bribe me to mozzarella with several yeah, hundred I'm, pounds I'm in cash. Student. I'm broke. I'm in the deficit. I'll do it. 
Yeah. I'll do anything. I'd do it for a tenner. No. Uh, I, I would like to update you that Mozzarella has one vote and has a 100% lead in this poll. Fantastic. Uh, remember, everyone in this room can vote in the poll on DemonFM, uh, Twitter. Uh, but also, you listening at home, you can vote. Have your, have, have, your, have your say. This is one of them matters, one of them small matters where your voice counts in this. Let me put it to you this way. McDonald's does like a fairly wide variety of foods. Yeah. Right? They do mozzarella sticks. Can you imagine if mozzarella announced feta sticks? What <laughs> <laughs> they do feta bites? Their stock that, would just crash. That is an amazing argument. What they do feta bites? You know they what? change the cheese like every other month. Well, you know like, what? That's like nacho cheese bites, isn't it? Shout no, out no, no, they, they change the cheese every month. So like the bowling green, like which is on the DMU campus, by the way. Mm. Well, if you go to the bowling green, get the mozzarella and jalapeno sticks. They are amazing. Yeah. Okay. That wouldn't be the same if it was fair. No. I do think mozzarella's uh, versatility and, and, and the, I just think it has the texture advantage well, as well. I'll be honest, fair can be a little... We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're judging two very different cheeses here. It's almost like this this like cheese war wasn't really thought out too great. But I think that we should really be focusing on this as a battle of the Mediterranean. Because yeah. mozzarella is very much a southern Italy cheese. It is land of like Mediterranean, land of really great food. And then we have on the other side, we have Greece. So we are pitting like Sicily versus Greece. I know. And Evan uh, actually wanted us to do this cheese the most. He 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 put it forward to be in the cheese war. So Evan, I hope you're not. If I hope there's no tears today. If Evan, the loses. great god. Uh, Evan is our train correspondent, and I'm assuming he's on a cha- train somewhere because he's not on the show. So last week yeah, on the show, message. last week on the show, we were talking a lot about wrestling and wrestling theme songs. Anyone here like wrestling? Yeah, well, I'm a big no. fan of wrestling. Can we have your favourite wrestling theme song? Uh, it's got to be Batista's theme song. It's got to be Batista. Okay, so next up on Demon FM, we are playing I Walk Alone, Batista's theme song from WWE on Demon FM. We are back on Demon FM. I am DJ Mead. DJ Cheese, say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? No, I, I've, I've got it. Hold on, I'm going to nick the headphones. Tom, each week, you should pick a side in the... Or you pick the winner of the last week's Cheese War. And that is your DJ name. So this week it'd be it'd be DJ Cheddar, wouldn't it? DJ Cheddar, but I hate that more than DJ Cheese. (laughs) Why don't we just call you Lord Jackson? Or it could be the loser of each week, so it could be DJ Processed. Cheese representative. I like. You don't want to be DJ Processed, surely. DJ Plastic Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Burger Cheese. Burger Cheese. Let's go back to the first ever mead and cheese where I brought in the processed squeezy cheese. Oh, hey. In a bottle. Is that the Elmley branded? Uh, the, the cheese branded in a bottle? That's, that's cursed. <laughs> we got it from the um, American shop on the uh, Leicester High Street. Ah. Mm. There is uh, some rather good squeezy cheese that you can get. I think it's Elmley. I thought it was quite nice, tube. actually. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's, yeah, probably not that great for you, but... Ooh, they do they do a um, like a herby one. I forget what it's. it's uh, yeah, and then they, I think they do like a prawn cocktail type thing as well. It's very strange, but it's yeah, weird guilty pleasure is that. Exactly. Let's shout out our 
mead and cheese social medias we recently hit 500 likes on our facebook page yeah um yeah we we we, we reached quite a, I, again it's just showing that uh, <laughs> there is a market uh, so if you're if you're into money and you're an investor i don't know maybe start a mead business maybe it's a good time exactly so, uh, Hugo, you got anything to say about the mead and cheese social medias? I know you've been following them quite closely. Were you impressed by our massive amount of likes? I was, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very uh, very good milestone. Do you think you could get 580 likes in one day? Is that an insult? I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't <not> sure. know. <laughs> no, I couldn't. You're doing well. Thank There's you. quality content out there. Now, um... I think I think we really did have the X factor getting them likes, didn't we? I think we did, yeah. So I, think... I, I, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> so I started looking at you funny. Cause I was like, Do you want me to say that? Or... I don't know. I just wanted to see what happened. The raw panic. That's all that happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. So famously, uh, we had a Facebook page from when we had an X factor. Um, when one of my friends used to make I don't know who the performer was but he was from Max Factor and he started to page up and obviously this guy is no longer a singer anymore so we thought it was only reasonable if we changed his page from, for, for uh, this X Factor fan page into the Mead and Cheese fan page so I would like to say that the majority of Mead and Cheese fans are X Factor fans I, I, I don't know if I agree with that I think uh, all of our likes have come from our amazing radio show and our amazing campaign to get mead and cheese the most popular thing in the UK. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. <laughs> Jack, have you got anything to say about that? Oh, mead and cheese. Uh, it's clearly going to be the most popular thing ever. It's, uh, you know, everyone loves a bit of mead, everyone loves a bit of cheese, or one or the other. And you guys are going to, I think you guys are all going to, like, will it into existence, regardless if anyone likes it or not. You can sort of force it in there. You know what, I'm glad that Morrisons are taking the lead against all the other supermarkets and saying, look, mead is getting popular again, we are going to sell it. None of the other supermarkets are selling it. So Morrisons, in our mead and cheese official opinion, is the best supermarket. Would you agree with that, DJ Cheese? Yeah, um, but guys, uh, I think all you supermarkets, you can... you can. Morrison's step like step up, yeah, step up. These are Morrison's. You can step up a bit from this. Uh, you can do better. But Asda, Audi, Lidl, Walmart, um, Tesco, Sainsbury's. I can't think of. Can you imagine the quality of the M and S made? Yeah, M and yeah, M and S. Where are you at? Waitrose. Where are you all at? You know what's happening? Like, get me in touch with your CEOs and let's have a conversation because there is a market. We, we gained, what, how many likes was it, Corey, on our Facebook page? I mean, we've got 500 likes right now, I think, over 500. 540, I think. Did, didn't we get, like, 200 likes in the span of a week? Something like that. Something ridiculous. Something ridiculous. Like, and again, like, uh, we really do have the X Factor. We do. We do have the X Factor. You know what? How did you all first hear of Mead? <laughs> Through our Facebook page. <laughs> you sequestered me in a lecture and said, do you want to come on a radio show called Mead and Cheese? <laughs> I said, Absolutely. Did Corey bully everyone into this? <laughs> I got I got a message from my secretary going, do you want to be on a radio show called Mead and Cheese? 
I would like it noted that I think I might be the only person that just came by choice because I thought this was funny. This is a great show. I still chose to be here. I just it's like the, I think I missed the first week because I was in Worcester, but the second week I was just like, nah, I'm coming. This is going to be great. So basically everyone got bullied into it by Corey. That makes sense. That seems right. He just sort of like handed me a glass of mead and went, drink this. And then I've just sort of been sort of been following around and I've just ended up here by accident. I, yeah. feel, well, then. I, I, I would also like to know, I have checked, nowhere else is selling mead at the moment. You know, I think I first heard of mead through the video game The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. And that's probably the origin, yeah, but I put it out of my yeah. mind. Yes, that's the origin of Mead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Skyrim. Yeah, yeah Mead didn't there, exist I've forgotten about Skyrim. Thought, oh, yeah, yeah, Mead's not a thing anymore. Obviously. And then, you know, so, apparently, I'm very wrong. So, you know, I, I feel like it's only fair to play the Skyrim theme on this show. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. I agree. Big up Bethesda. So, uh, next up, we've got Dragonborn by Jeremy Soule, the theme for The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. That was Dragonborn by Jeremy Soule, the official theme for The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, which had a re-release this year in the Anniversary Edition, did it not, everybody? It, it what was last year, it was uh, November, but it was yeah, it had re-released, and a lot of new content was added, and it's incredible. I cannot wait till I finish my degree, because I'm going to spend so much time back in uh, Skyrim, and I'm just going to have so much fun. I, d- I don't know um, if Skyrim will ever stop being re-released. At this point, why should they? It's I'm the same as GTA V. Why re-release? Why make a new game when you just re-release the old one and make more money? Exactly. That's a very good point. Uh, Jack, what is your opinion on the re-releasing of old games? Uh, I think they should all be released on everything. I think you should get, with your new fridge, you should get a copy of Skyrim and GTA just in there immediately. Every Kel, all of them. I agree. Hugo, are you a big Skyrim guy? I am a big Skyrim guy. It's um, Bethesda games, I play a lot of them, but uh, I'm big into the Fallout games as well. Cool. So. A lot of them at the minute, but just games being re released, I kind of have a different opinion depending on what it is, because like, if, if you take like a TV show or a movie, then I'll probably say no. Yeah, because I'm looking at all the games we used to play when I was a kid, and they can't play them anymore because the servers are shut down, but there's still a fan base for them. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, uh, penguin. Penguin. There was a relaunch version of that, but they had to shut it down. Again. So, so DJ Cheese, you have something big to tell us. I- I've got something to say about Skyrim first. I, I, I um, play it. I used to play it, but I could only play it modded, like, because I was so bad at it. I was terrible. I would always die. So what I did, I modded in like loads of allies to protect me. Sky- Skyrim is so easy to I had 10 though. bodyguards and a gun. If you haven't already exploited like infinite like lamb yeah. soup or whatever it is, vegetable soups, where mm, it just gives yeah. you just HP and everything. Yeah. Then I, what are you playing at? I didn't really play the game. I just walked around and my just allies would kill people for me. And that's how it worked. So you didn't enjoy Skyrim. You just enjoyed having a tour around <laughs> I had it on the Game of Thrones mod as well. So it was all like Game of Thrones to me. Um, would anyone, now we're talking about games, would anyone like to play Two Truths and One Lie? I would love yeah, to play that. Yeah, so I've never played this game sober, so that would be an interesting experience. So I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna, there's going to be a mixture of statements. Um, there's going to be three, and two of them will be true, um, and one will be a lie. 
You've got to pick out if it's a cheesy lie or it's a meaty lie. Mm-hmm. You've got to pick out. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go straight into it, you know. So, number one. Franz Joseph, Franz Joseph, Emperor of Austria, had a mead tap in his toilet. Corey spent over £40 on mead last week. Or feta is a mixture of goat milk and sheep milk. So we're trying to find out which one of those is the lie. Which one's the lie? I think I know. So Jack, what do you think is the lie? I think it is the second one because Corey definitely spent at least 70 on mead. (laughs) (laughs) But if you spent at least 70 on mead, then spent at least 40 on mead still is correct. That, yeah, that would be a good it, point. It is over. Yeah, it is over, over 40. Pounds. Is that what you're saying? Over £40 pounds on mead last week. So uh, are you still saying that that's true, Jack? I'm going to have to go with And remember, that is last week. It's not this month. It is just last week on one day. No, I'm still... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit with uh, a different one. I think I'm going to go for the first one. I reckon he had a cheese tap instead. Yeah, you reckon he had a cheese tap? <laughs> I don't know how that will work, but that would be good. Do you think it was a plastic cheese chat? Yeah. For like squeeze cheese. So, um, before we go to our hackers, let's repeat our three potential lies and truths. Okay, so Franz Joseph, Emperor of Austria, had a mead tap in his toilet. Um, Corey spent over £40 of mead last week. And feta cheese is a mixture of goat milk and sheep milk. I think I'm gonna go with the third one. Like it's it's like close enough to the truth for I think I might say it's true. But I mean, I would say he spent more than forty pound on mead last week. I don't think it's excessive to think that an emperor of Austria has a mead tap in his bathroom. So I'm gonna go for the the feta one, even though it's yeah. a bit ridiculous. Yeah, I'm with Brandon on this one. I See. think it's the, the feta. I'm not sure if it's is it exclusively. It's exclusively one or the other, but I couldn't tell you which one. Yeah. So, so DMU hackers, your final answer is. Hold on. We need to go to Hugo first. Oh yeah, Hugo. Mm-hmm. I'm on the fence about this one because I believe that feta has goat's milk in it, but the sheep one is a bit. I'm not sure about that. The second one, I believe. I believe Corey spent about forty quid, yeah. considering our discussion about the prices earlier. But then the first one, like, would you have it in your toilet? Surely you'd have it in your kitchen or in your living room or something. This could be the critical element of the first one as well, yeah. yeah. So, DJ Cheese, which one is the lie? Wait, wait, I, I need to gather everyone's final. So, so we're, we're going with number three. You go, so, you think, uh, so you think the lie is feta is a mixture of goat milk and sheep milk? Okay, so DMU hackers go for that. What about you, Hugo? What's your final answer? I'm going to go for the first one's a lie. Okay, you're going for the first one's a lie, which is uh, Austria-Hungary Emperor. Jack, what are you saying? Still the first one. Uh, I maintain that he has a cheese tap of only processed cheese. <laughs> and Ed, do you have any opinions on this? I go with the first one. Is a lie? Yep. Okay. Uh, Ed, Jack and Hugo, you are right. France Joseph, Emperor of Austria, did not have a mead tap in his toilet. Uh, but Corey did spend £40 of mead uh over 40 pounds of meter last week in wine and whiskey meadery um, and feta is a mixture of goat milk and sheep milk can you tell us more about that Corey? so yeah feta is a mixture of both goat's milk and sheep milk surprisingly it doesn't have any cow's milk in it which i was shocked to find out i feel like feta is i is, is very different but do we have a call in we've got a call in everyone i'm just gonna set the mic i'm gonna put you on speaker 
Hello, Andy. Hello, you're right. Andy. Good Andy. evening. How are you all? We're very good, Andy. How are you? I'm absolutely fine. It's a weekend. Looking forward to it. It's good to hear from you, Andy. So you are doing the mead along with us, are you not? I am. It's not. I've, um, I've opened it. I've poured it. It doesn't smell like something I would normally drink. So this will be interesting. So could you tell us what mead you're drinking this week, Andy? It's the garden mead with mint. That's great. and um, That's funny because we had that last week. We, we did have that it? last week. And we quite it, like that. It's the Lime Bay Winery is the uh, supplier. Uh, what would you say about the flavour? Is it something you would drink again? He's not tried it yet. No, that's it. I haven't tasted it. Uh, so I'm trying it with Wensleydale with cranberries. Wensleydale. Oh, that's a very good decision. I feel like that them two will like match quite well together. Okay, well, I'm going for it. Yeah. I'll let you know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Should we go to some music? And then after the music, we can hear from Andy about what he thought of the mead and the Is it cheese. not my thing? Oh. It's interesting. It's interesting. Mmm. Go on, it's Andy. not disgusting. It's quite pleasant, but it's not. Well, I, I, I'm a whiskey drinker. Yeah. So it's completely off my radar. This sort of thing. But interesting. Very interesting flavour. So we had the um, garden mead last week, didn't we, Tom? And what yeah. did you think of it? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, I like minty drinks. You see, so that I, I eat the mint leaves out of mojitos. So uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But I wouldn't say it's my favourite. I still think the traditional Lime Bay is my favourite, but I think this could be my second favourite. I'd probably more down the traditional route of just the traditional honey mead yeah. for me, probably. Same, probably some yeah. mint that's making it a bit unusual for me. Yeah, because it, it does give it like it is. It is a more. Uh, I think it's a more refined one. It's like it's a bit. It's very specific. It, we found that with a lot of the flavoured meads, like with the cherry mead. Uh, it, it, it is like sort of hit or miss on people. Like I, I didn't particularly like the cherry mead. Um, Corey, you didn't particularly like the chili mead, did you? The problem with a lot of flavoured meads is that they take away from the overall mead flavour. But I feel like the garden mead adds to it in a way that is quite peculiar. Like it tastes like the mead, the uh, mint plant, which a lot of mint flavoured drinks just tastes like artificial a bit like toothpaste or chewing gum whereas this one actually manages to capture the plant taste of mint and it adds to the mead taste so well that i would probably put it as our second place mead mm. yeah no I, I i think it is a good second place uh, i've got a i've got a cheese question for you andrew um so on today's cheese war we've got feta versus mozzarella which cheese do you think is better uh, well, that's a hard one because they're both amazing. Now, proper buffalo mozzarella and proper feta, they, they're both up on the podium, both in first place. They're both amazing. So you can't really choose between them. They're totally different, but they're both... One tastes like milk, basically, and is delicious, and the other one has that lovely, firm texture. So, yeah, I like both. They're both my favourite. Both favourite. I'm not keen. Halloumi's okay, but is better than halloumi. And just for so the audience knows, what's your favourite milk? Oh, it's got to be unpasteurised, as you know. I, I drink unpasteurised, but I always have drunk 
unpasteurized milk. Yes. Andy, I feel like you're a man of culture, just like us on mead and cheese. Yeah. You like unpasteurized milk. You like your mead. You like uh, your I, high I quality cheese. I have Chianti wine with my food, and at evening I might have a, a single malt just to go to bed. So that's it, basically. But the mead's interesting. First, it's been a long time since I've had mead. I've not had one with mint in, but yeah, very interesting. What, what meads have you had before, Andrew? I've had uh, it's a, one from Sangosson in Wales. Oh, Welsh mead. Yeah, Welsh mead, traditional. It's like a Trappist mead. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was uh, just plain honey. I've never had it with a flavour. I think I probably I'm a dinosaur. At the end of the day, uh, I'd probably just stick with the traditional mead without any flavours, just the honey and the wine. Yeah, we I think I'd agree with yeah, you, Andy. There, we haven't found a mead. What's I mean, I, I like the option of having it with flavours, but I think always for us, we always say each week that the traditional mead with honey, and we've had a few different types just with honey, they always seem to come on top above anything because mm. it just works. It's quite simple. Now, my favourite honey, if you want to go down this route, is Spanish forest honey. Spanish Beautiful. Forest Beautiful. Honey. Yeah, it's from northern Spain. It's from, um, it's from uh, Asturia. Uh, which is the middle bit in northern Spain. You've got Galicia, Asturias, and Cantabria. And it's absolutely stunning. It's really malty. So if you want to divulge and want to sort of start looking at honeys as well, Spanish forest honeys are worth looking at. And also Russian uh, set honeys very nice as well. The, the white stuff, it's just amazing. One of our uh, hackers has been nodding in approval. Would you like to say more about the different types of honey? I have indeed there. Yes, on the, yeah, yeah, um, the, the honey uh flower honey is pretty good as well that's amazing yeah definitely got to agree with that spanish fo- that spanish forest honey it's uh yeah it's just it's something else isn't it i think there is a, a sainsbury's taste the difference uh uh spanish forest honey available i believe uh, it is yeah rather good you should be able to get it from sainsbury's i'd imagine yeah you are listening to mead and cheese on demon fm i am dj mead and i am dj Ch- cheddar so I have been talking to my friend Alistair Brown. Oh, one second, Corey. Sorry to intrude. I would just like to thank Andrew for calling in, who is mm. drinking uh, mint mead, uh, garden mint mead today, and we had a lovely conversation with him. And thank you again for calling into Demon FM. If you would like to call in, please tweet in or call our Demon FM number, which is on the Twitter page. Yes, massive thank you to Andy. It was very nice to hear from you about your great insight on mead, on cheese, on milk. It was a great, great thing to have on the show. So, like I said, I've been talking to my good friend Alistair Brown, and he's been commenting on the Great Cheese War. He's been saying, Mozzarella, 100%. Feta is a salad cheese, and mozzarella is a pizza pizza cheese. Pizza is better than salad, so mozzarella, nice and gooey, wins the competition. Facts and logic. There you go. That is... That was very, like, moving what he said, wasn't it? Exactly. (sighs) He he goes on to say, 100% feta is alright, but there's other cheeses that can do what feta does, like regular goat cheese. No other cheese goes as well on pizza as mozzarella does. What are your comments on that? Uh, I I think I'm just going to respond with uh, Evan's comment, which is feta for the whim and the Greek flag. He's he loves the cheese, it's from his home country. Not biased at all. Hugo, what are your opinions on what my friend Alistair has to say? What is a traditional margarita pizza made with? It is made with mozzarella. Well, there you go, then. 
it's the basis for every single pizza ever made in existence. I think pizza comes from Italy, they made it with mozzarella. It's one of the most well-known foods in the world. It's clear. Feta doesn't reach that level. There you go. Now, hackers, what are your opinion on the mozzarella versus feta debate? I was agreeing with your your uh, young man's tweet when he was uh, up until the point that he said, "What did he say?" With the, he said something like, "What was the end of that?" Fe- feta can be like interchangeable, like goods cheese. Yeah. I disagree with that. Like feta is know. a different level to a salad, and I do agree. You can't replace mozzarella on a pizza. Like can you imagine, like if you have a pizza with cheddar or red Leicester, it's gonna be nice, but it's not gonna be as nice if you like. Hard mozzarella. A red Leicester pizza is really good, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, but it's not the same. You don't have the same stringiness of the cheese. It's not the same. But you know, horses for courses. You're not always going to want to eat pizzas. And speak for yourself. If you haven't a salad, fat is. Uh, I would say fat is probably the best choice for with a salad. If you're wanting to have a bit more of a distinguished meal, you want to have a fancy starter. Fat, uh, you know, levels that up. Whereas mozzarella, truly really only good in pizza or maybe on a pasta if you be bothered to actually take the time with it because it's too cheesy Lena. this is too like pull apart Ed what is your opinion on the mozzarella versus feta debate do you agree with my friend Alistair is pizza better than a salad I've never had feta (laughs) (laughs) so there's a bit of a problem here because I've only actually had mozzarella (laughs) how would you describe it then yeah imagine mozzarella the way that in my mind I'm thinking of it as not as two cheeses I'm now thinking of it as a war between Italy and Greece <laughs> and uh, you know I mean famously we know who that ends yeah we do actually and um, quite you know Greece wins <laughs> what, what I will say about feta for you Ed is mozzarella you can't really take it about with you in your bag can you? You can't. It, 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 well, if the bag pops, there's going to be water all over it, innit? Um, but feta, at least I will say, it fits nicely in with your laptop. It's thin. It's it, yeah. You could you could like put it in your laptop, put it in your pocket, and I don't think it's going to cause that much weirdness. And and then like you can open it up and eat You're it like a chocolate bar. You're a strange man on the train. It's just there <laughs> eating some up like a block of cheese. Look, you can just pull it out of pocket. No wrapper. Like you've just got some like processed cheese. No, not processed cheese. You're better than that. You've got some. You've just no. got some bread that you're toasting on the window ledge of the train. He, yeah. does, he does have a point. I, mean, I will say that he does have a point. You can't carry mozzarella around in your pocket. You shouldn't carry feta around in your pocket. You can't carry mozzarella around in your pocket. Yeah, if he's doing really a bit like of work on the train and he's got his laptop out, then you know he's got a spare USB port. You can stick a bit of feta in there, can't you? That's I mean, if it's a no valid reason to a particularly intensive game. Jack, and he could grow I, I just, what is your about? opinion on the mozzarella versus feta debate? Well, my thumb is very close to my face. Uh, my personal opinion, uh, I like mozzarella. Like, I think I prefer it in, like, a cooking sense. But if I'm eating them straight, I'm picking feta every time. I think that's my, my only argument for feta. Is, is this debate on it together or...? Uh, it's just like, a, like, I mean, obviously, fat will be in, but it's like... Which one do you prefer? I'm taking Tom's opinion. If I have to carry this in my pocket, like, just on its own, I'm taking fat because I don't want wet legs from mozzarella. Yeah, let's all remember this is entirely opinion-based. Yeah. There is no fact, Jeff. There is no, like... We're not checking nutrition value or anything. We're not <laughs> checking, like, matter. how healthy... We don't care about the calorie count. taste over we're, everything we're all, every time. Like, I have, in the past, like, couple of days, maybe consumed a block of cheese. 
because I've just been having cheese on my pasta. I might have a cheese a, a cheese based pizza when I get now, which home. Which cheese is it? Is it? It's uh, mozzarella, whatever was right? cheapest in Asda. Probably mozzarella, or and it's just some guy's like yeah. leftover dry tea. Yeah, put and on. then I've been probably having... cheddar, isn't it? It's, it's probably cheddar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's cheap. Come on. And then it's I'm not actually cheese. It's just some dried up bread they sprinkled on top of yeah. light tea. But I've also been having them. Cheese and ham toasties for breakfast, oh, and you know, with that, you can't just have a little bit of cheese. You gotta have a, just a ton of cheese. You gotta have it so that it like bulges. It's my, my controversial to make a toasty thing. and not pile up the cheese yeah. to a point. Yeah, like, you look at it and you think I'm about to die because of this, but I don't care. I will die happy. If you're gonna make a toasty with cheese, and you better make sure all you can taste is cheese by mm. the end of it. My controversial thing is I really like uh, processed cheese on a toasty because I just like how it melts. I, I, it's such a weird I mean, thing. It is, it is a melty cheese, but it is, that's it's somewhat it's processed. You know what? Yeah, I actually like processed cheese. I, I'm with you on this. Processed yeah. cheese is actually underrated. I wouldn't call it the UK's best cheese. No, 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 no. But I would say it's, it's just a good cheese to have. Like, if I were to have a burger... I'm gonna have a slice of processed cheese. I'm not gonna have like a slice of cheddar because it just melts better if you I, have I, the processed I, cheese. I think it depends. If I've made the burger myself, yeah. then I'm gonna go like all out and just have the like. Like, there's a place in Worcester, a burger bar that does like um, Worcestershire blue on on a burger. And that's amazing. Yeah, oh. I think that the classic cheeses are very nice if you're having like a sort of rustic, a, a, a yeah. proper burger. Yeah, you should have a couple of blocks of, of something crumbly yeah, yeah, on, on no, there. Yeah, yeah not just a slice, a block. No, yeah. you, you just want a straight block more, on top of it. Yeah, yeah, more cheese than there is patty. You Why just want no bread, just two, sides, just two blocks of cheese. So, DJ Cheese, could you tell us how our poll is going right now? Uh, we, well, for, for Jack, you, you're a fitter lover, and I'm sorry that it, it is not looking lightly at this point. We have 10 votes. Uh, mozzarella has a 70% lead in the votes. This is going to be a majority mozzarella government if it was a real like, it reminds election. Me of every election for the last six years. Yeah. Super majority. Super majority. <laughs> this is going to be probably as big as Boris Johnson's majority in the House of Parliament. So maybe mozzarella is Boris Johnson's cheese. So, so, so last week Maybe was yes. it like Tony Blair's majority in 1997 and this week is Boris Johnson's <laughs> majority in 2019 yeah this is a weird one because every single week each cheese is getting come on guys give us a hung parliament of cheese yeah like we've never had like a close that's one that's a very cursed statement <laughs> <laughs> well, we've only had two so far the, yeah but each are being like the, the feta's getting swamped if, if like now, if you're a feta fan if you can hear me out there Come and defend feta. You're letting no. You've already voted for feta. That's no, it. You've got a vote for mozzarella. Pizza <laughs> is better I than sour. Vote for mozzarella. Taking this on based on what you can put in food-wise seems unfair on each cheese. I think it should be based on like which cheese would you eat just raw straight away out of the packet. No, you can't just base it on which cheese you would eat on its own. No, which your cheese goes ridiculous. better with other things. Yeah, that's okay. ridiculous. Mozzarella is a, such a versatile cheese. I it goes well with everything. You no, I, I disagree with that. It's really good on pizza. It's good on pasta. I would not have mozzarella in most other things. I like. would say feta you can put with a wider variety of dishes but mozzarella if you're eating something with mozzarella in it's the clear winner. Like You're never going to say no to it. Jalapeno poppers, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Go to the Bowling Green, get yourself a mozzarella and jalapeno stick. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's the other thing as well. There's mozzarella sticks. There ain't feta sticks. Yeah, because there's feta bites. Maybe there should be. Ooh. Yeah, it's just the same thing. It's just deep fried. Obviously, they're not going to make a stick out of it, but... I think what we need to do now is um, go and try all these things and then come back tomorrow. <laughs> I think what we need to do is go to some music. <laughs> so, um, I was talking about my friend Alistair. Me and Alistair are in a band together with his brother Robert Brown. So, uh, our band is called The Nithercots. We have a song coming up next. It is Sutton Sundial, the greatest landmark in the world, by The Nithercots on Demon FM. That was Sutton Sundial, the greatest landmark in the world, by The Nithercots. That is my band with <laughs> my friend Alistair and Robert. Uh, the Sutton Sundial is, of course, the greatest landmark in the world in Sutton and Ashfield. It is. It was the greatest, um, the largest sundial in Europe. It is no longer, but we think it tells the right time. It might not. We don't know. I mean, time is relative. Time is relative, so it doesn't matter if it's the right time. The time is right to you, so... Exactly, exactly. So, uh, DJ Cheese, how do you think the show's gone so far? I think it's been a lovely debate. I think everyone's been, you know... Everyone's put a good, some really good points about cheeses. Everyone enjoyed the game, didn't they? Everyone, everyone, uh, not everyone won the game, but everyone enjoyed the game. Um, I think what 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 we could do to improve this game is maybe do another three truths and a lie in a minute. Oh, that'd be a very good idea. So maybe, up the stakes. Yeah, uh, this one I'm actually might only do for the DMU hackers. You're only aiming at the hackers. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna like because. The last one was a bit trivia. Uh, the next one will be more. You're gonna have to guess on character on the next one. Okay. So, so why is this one only aimed at the hackers? Uh, because uh, the other attendants have done the one before, but I think it's important to bring it back. So, is the there is there a reason the other attendants can't get involved in this one? Is it about hacking in general? No, or? no, no. It's about it's about one we've, we did it. We've done it before. Oh, it's one we've done. So Jack, Jack can get involved okay. as well. So, is this one you Jack, could you read right now? Oh, man, sure. uh, give me a second, and I'll get I'll get the facts up. Okay, I'll okay, okay. Up. So we are just waiting for DJ Cheese to get his. Two truths and a lie about which one is it this time, mead or cheese? Why so waiting on that? Who do you think is going to be the overall winner of the cheese war? Obviously, you can't uh, affect Jenna. the election, but who do you think is going to be overall winner? We, we can't affect the election. We can try and suggest what we would want to win, but overall, it is down to the British public what mm. they want to win. So. Exactly. I mean, I personally would Take like Red Leicester to win because that's my favourite cheese. If it doesn't, you'll quit, right? You'll quit your career on it. I, I will quit if uh, DJ, if yeah, if Red Leicester doesn't win. It's on a, it's on a very hard bracket, Red Leicester. There's Stilton's of, uh, that's a very big one to come up against. I, I, would, I wouldn't know. I think Stilton's quite a niche cheese. I think blue cheese in general is quite niche. I, I got screwed. I think... It, I feel like there's a lot of fear when it comes to blue cheese, but I think blue cheese is one of those things. Once you get over that hump, just try it. I, you're going to enjoy it. I do what love. What is it with blue cheese? Still. Why is it blue? Mold. It's mold. It's mold. Well, yeah, but it's safe cheese to is just a big block of mold, isn't it? Yeah. 
But yeah, I think still to still versus Red Leicester, I think it just wins from just like Red Leicester is a lot like Cheddar and it's just usability. Is Stilton like too far gone from another cheese? Is that why it's called Blue Stilton? Did it start off as something else? And then yeah, it was corrupted over several just years. Yeah. This moldy it lump turned of to the dark side. That, exactly. Like, what, what did it start off as? Uh, maybe it started off as Red Leicester and then it was just eventually. Yeah, kind maybe of it just started down. off as a bit of cheddar that got a bit off. It was a bit of cheddar that started jobbing. Let's look up the history of Stilton. <laughs> Where does it come from? I tell you what, we need to do. I feel like we need Tom's two truths and a lie. Tom, are you ready for this? Okay, so are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Now, I want you to look at Corey. Uh, I want you. This is this is as hackers. This is your assessment of his brain and the things he would do. So, these are mead related. So, number one, Corey once made his own mead, but poured it down the toilet because it smelled of bleach. Number two, Corey's first memory of trying mead is trying it. Um, Corey's first memory of trying mead was his family giving it him from a cave. Number three, very recent one. This one is um, Corey got an offer. By a wine tasting committee in Sutton Ashfield, that's where he's from. Um, but he refused to join them because they did not want to add mead to their top ten list. Well, the first one, I'm just going to go through this methodologically and you can input it as well. You've already told the story to us about the uh, the mead into So we can already know that one's true. Well, that's it. They've, they've, these 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 DMU hackers are very good, so they've narrowed it down. <laughs> so we've got to. It's, oh, it's, oh, we're, we're, we're already 50 50. So Mead from a cave sounds bizarre, but also, like, if I were to tell a, a truth, it's going to be a lie. I would go for a bizarre it, like, bit of a yeah. story. But also, I could see that he was offered a place of committee. Uh, for wine, and then refused <laughs> I it think you're because right because <laughs> he was on a high text. Yeah. His crown and his cape. <laughs> what do you think, Ollie? Oof, I I would really want to believe the sort of Nash the sort of Nashville. Sort of Nashville. Yes, yeah, Nash I really want to believe that story. Um, That's the story I believe at least currently. <laughs> yeah, I really want to believe it, but oh, I don't know. The thing is, is that if the hero says his first memory of, of drinking mead was, you know, like a hearty moment with his dad, at, you know, somewhere, uh, no, but the I would cave be like, thing is exactly that's like, that's too simple, thing. that's got to be the lie. Yeah, it's having it in a cave from his parents, it that's... It sounds like something that you would do as a day out, as a, like, a quirk. That's how you get, that's how you get yeah. interested in mead and become DJ mead. That's your, like, character-defining yeah. story. Yeah. But what do you think, Jack? What do you think is the lie or the truths? I'm pretty sure I know which one it is, because I think I've heard this one before. So I will not offer my answer, but I will say I can imagine Corey's family giving him mead as sort of like as like a young boy. I should just throw him off. If we get drunk on mead, we'll be able to escape this cave he's locked us in. <laughs> I didn't think of that as a dark side of it. I actually just thought that was but well, that would have been nice. <laughs> now you put a twist on it that his parents are trying to leave him behind. <laughs> okay, so purely to the hackers then, which one do you definitively say is the lie? The sort of Nashville one. I think the wine committee. The wine one. committee. I think a wine committee is too great of a thing to turn down, even for something like they won't accept mead. Do you think I would turn down a sort of Nashville wine committee? Probably not. I think. Though. I think so. No, but not, for, not for mead reasons. Well, he's a, he's a very I think he's a man of strong will. Man I think, yeah. 
so would you like to know the answer? Yes. Yes. Congratulations, DMU hackers. You got it right. Corey was not offered a role on Shutter Nashville. Wow. That's their loss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, he did. He, his first memory of Mead was trying it in a cave with his family. Not in a cave. It, the Mead came yeah, the from Mead a cave. The Mead came from a cave. That's it. They, uh, they, they squeeze the stone and meat just sort of. Yeah, I was going to say, is it just like, yeah, naturally, like stalagmites, but. And stalactites, yeah. but just. That would be my kind of key. If he's reducing alcohol, avoid having to be touched by a man. Sign me up. <laughs> so, speaking of Sutton and Ashfield, we have a message from my friend Alistair. He says, Fun fact the Sutton Sundial is unable to show the true time as all the buildings around it block the sun from hitting it properly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What are our opinions on a sundial that cannot be hit by the sun? Well, knock all the other buildings down. There you go, boom. It's not a very good sundial, is it? Just move the sun? You don't have to have a specific place for a sundial. A sundial can be anywhere as long as at some point in the day it hits the sun, right? This is Mead and Cheese on Demon FM. I'm DJ Mead and we have had another message from my friend Alistair. He says... If your girlfriend loves mead and cheese, plays temporary secretary and the nithercots and talks about the Sun Sundial, that's not your girlfriend, that's the best radio show. It's mead and cheese. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear a story? I would love to hear a story. Uh, so, I think I've finally done the worst meal I've ever done. Go on. Uh, so, I had... We went out drinking the other day and... As I do, I, I had some spare potatoes. You know, as you do sometimes. I don't know why you just looked at me, though. The pot of potatoes, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar with this phenomenon. Little, little tiny ones. Yeah, yeah, they just show up and you're like, oh, I've got some more of those in my wallet. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I had some of them. cheese and then the potatoes he had in his pocket, as he was at all times. And I was overconfident because I made Corey a baked potato. And how was that baked potato, Corey? Oh, it was absolutely beautiful. It was the best jacket potato I've ever had. So I tried to do repeat this for my guests, Jack and Kieran. Uh, later on, yeah. and I made them um, baked okay. potatoes. The biggest potato I had was about this big. The little potatoes. <laughs> they were so small, they weren't jacket potatoes anymore. They were more like waistcoat potatoes, okay? They were uh, so small. But I. Warm for being in his pocket all day with his They were gilet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I decided to do it with beans. And I put the beans on the heat, and I went off, and then Maddie said, Oh, they're going to burn. So she took it off the heat. So I just assumed that the beans were done and I didn't check them or anything and I just put cold beans on these potatoes <laughs> and Jack and Kieran were eating it for like 10 minutes saying this is lovely and then <laughs> we lied straight to your face I'll be honest and Kieran was like oh no, he's like bro he's like it's fucking it's an apology for swearing um, but um, he was like it's really cold Demon FM would like to apologise for the use of profane language this does not reflect the views of the radio station as a whole <laughs> and and these guys so and they but they both ate it oh I cleared my whole he plate. ate it really fast like Jack uh, Kieran's ended up warming up I warmed up his beans and he eventually ate it but Jack I'm too polite of a guest I just was, was like no, this is lovely don't warm it up I'll have it I, I love <laughs> it was but that was the most British thing I've ever heard it like eating cold beans oh, on a Jack God. potato just because you're too uncomfortable with the seeds on the it was the single. Oh yeah, no one likes it. It was the single beans. driest potato. Type. The beans somehow made it drier because of how cold they were. They just <laughs> <laughs> it was it was horrible all of it. 
I did get rid of some macaroni and cheese after, about four hours later, as like an apology. <laughs> yeah, I sobered up a bit by then, I was like, oh, I've got to make him something nice. So I went something a bit simpler, I went mac and cheese. It was good, it was good. It was uh, less dry and um, cold. <laughs> exactly what I wanted from a meal. <laughs> yeah, but, so... Um, DMU Hackers, you have a two truths and a lie for us. Yeah, well, they've been quite popular in today's show, and I figured let's test our lovely guests on a bit of cyber knowledge. Mm. So I've got three statements, there's going to be one lie, and there's going to be two truths, same concept, but it's going to be more about my knowledge realm of cyber. So it's not going to be cheesy related, it's not going to be meaty related, it's just going to be about cyber. Uh, I'll go around and ask everyone at the end after I've read out the statements what one you think is a lie. Just get the concept. Alright, so number one. The weakest part of a computer system is the web browser. So that's your Internet Explorer, that's your Google Chrome, your Firefox, whatever. I could believe that. I could believe that too. Number two. The biggest cyber crime in 2020 was phishing. So phishing is sending a, a dodgy link to someone, they put in their details, and then they go off with your details. Mm. I could believe that. Too. I don't I don't believe that. And number three, cybercrime reportedly cost the entire world over one trillion dollars in 2020. Trillion with a T. So that is a thousand billion. So this is two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. I don't know know which one I would go to. I could believe because the web browser is the one part of your computer you don't have total control over. Yeah. Yeah, that's like right. the bit. Yeah, the, the you bit are, you stick that out. That is you isn't literally it? reaching yeah. your hand out into the abyss of the. I was going to say something else, but uh, so I can you, believe that. You stick it into like you just stick it around, and like you might get like viruses. Like, I, you know, if you're on your computer, I always feel most at risk when you're on Google if you're for attacks. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know about Google. I feel like Google the search engine has pretty good security. Where, 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 but the thing what I think the link the f- link one the fishing one do people still do that like saying you dodgy I would say so yeah. though yeah. we Definitely. came across a lot of new information especially with COVID there was a lot of new things that's a good point so it's entirely possible that someone said oh this is related to this and that's you would have believed point. it because you're bored you're at home you also get how many old lots of new information going about it's entirely possible I also you do I, ha- I have like I get some links of like Amazon things are like but you know you know when they're telling you just to pay something yeah and it's like you're tempted to pay them because it's like at least you, know, like, you, you just, just love paying things yeah. like, like, <laughs> the thing is as well which I, I will say just to kind of help your decision on this phishing isn't just emails now as well it's also text messages phone calls instagram comments Facebook that was the messages. thing as well wasn't it text messages people were getting them from like royal mail and things like yeah, that you saying, get them yeah. because everyone got everything delivered to home so, before we make a definitive one. decision, hackers, would you like to give us our options once more? So, option number one, the weakest part of a computer system is the web browser. So that is your Google Chrome, your Firefox, your Internet Explorer. Option number two, the biggest cybercrime in 2020 was phishing. So that is dodgy links, dodgy texts, where they want to gain access to your information. And option number three, Cybercrime reportedly cost the world over $1 trillion in 2020. That's cumulative of all different types of cybercrime. I can believe it. Based on how I much stuff was online in 2020, I'm inclined to believe the last one. But I'm also saying that, like, I'm not even going to claim I know anything about technology for two minutes. Yeah. I want to say the lies the last one. 
So the lie is the the, the number. Number. <coughs> I I I'm gonna. S I'm I also saw some grins on your face there when I said that last one. <laughs> I'm gonna go with number two. I think fishing. I don't think people fish anymore. No, I, I think, think they fish I think still. fishing's still really common. But I think there's. And I do <laughs> think that the web browser is the weakest part of the system. So I'm gonna go with number three. Yeah. So I'm gonna. So DJ Mead is going with number three. I'm setting him for three. Number three. I'm gonna go for two. Eddie, you got an opinion on this? Idea. I genuinely have no clue. I'll go three. So three, 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 two. I'm be different and say one. Just even though I think it's like a true, so I'm just going to so say it as like one. Just one of us will be right. You're going to roll Someone needs to celebrate. Yeah. This way we can collectively say we got it right. And if I get it, if, it, if I get it wrong, you can all collectively bully me for it. So I think there's either <laughs> way it's a win. <laughs> I can make well, some cold beans. Not more cold beans. Cold beans. Yeah, we said bullying, not torture. So, hackers, <laughs> which one is the lie? I can confirm that the lie was number one. The weakest oh. part of security system is the human. <gasps> oh! oh. oh. Boys. I feel like I've just been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like in 2020, the biggest crime was phishing uh, because with COVID and all the new measures and everyone was working from home, the amount of different emails people were just signing things in through because it was unreal. It was uh, cyber criminals. But it was really very close to saying something really wrong there. Their, their greatest dream, they're in a sweet shop because they had so much access to things. And over one trillion is the estimated cost. Obviously, not all of that's real. That's based off like DDoS on a website. They lose estimated business whenever uh, someone hit, gets hit with ransomware. They have to pay a ransom, things like that. But that's the estimated cost for 2020, which is a very scary number. Wow. And I'm not depressing though, to hand back to the DJs. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got to wrap up in yeah. one minute, but we would like to close out with some more nether cuts for my friend Alistair and myself, just to plug our own band. <laughs> Thank you to all our lovely guests. I hope you um, will join us on this journey to reclaim mead into every single supermarket. Yes, exactly. Wherever you go, whether it be a supermarket, a restaurant, a pub, tell them look i want mead on this bar i want mead on sale if mead is not on sale i will riot i will smash yeah. up the place all the high this street pubs are selling mead now uh, that's what i heard in the streets that every and you're not cool if you're not selling mead exactly so to close out the show we've been mead and cheese this is the nether cuts take one